Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name is John Thomas, and I'll be your host for today. Today's reading comes from Proverbs 11, 11. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. Well, before we jump into today's content, a very happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. May your turkey be sufficiently cooked, your table and hearts be full of gratitude, and may your waistline miraculously be unaffected through all that it may endure on this fine day. And extra points for you in heaven for listening to the Gospel Everyday Podcast on Thanksgiving. Okay, let's jump in now into our conversation today on justice and the public good. As a church, we've been hosting a series of courses called uh, Deep Dive, and I have had the pleasure to be a part of some of these. I know that many of you listening have been a part of, of some of the Deep Dive courses, and they've just been so rich for our community. And like they sound, they are Deep Dive courses, which take a deep look into some theological truths uh, within Scripture. So we have uh, Deep Dive, the story of God, which looks at the grand narrative of God redeeming uh, creation and humanity, the whole story of the Bible. Uh, we have Deep Dive, the image of God, which helps us frame up theological Logically, how we're to understand love of neighbor, the marginalized, the world around us. And then we have deep dive questions about God, which equips us to be able to, as the scripture says, give an account for what we believe as Christians. And our hope through all of these great courses is that they would do a couple of things for our church community. First, that they would bring us into right thinking or right belief about God, what theologians often call uh, orthodoxy, that we would be people of really sound doctrine. And we discovered that there's so much more to learn about God and who he is, that we would be hungry students of God's word and his deep truths and how we can better understand how his word uh, impacts us today, that we would think rightly about God. And thinking rightly about God is, is massively important. You may recall that great quote from A.W. Tozer, who once said that what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Our thinking impacts so much of our cultural view, our relational view, our view of of one another. And so we want to have our thinking firmly rooted on the foundational truths of God and his word. Secondly, of course, we want to have a right practice So not just people of right thinking, but people of corresponding right practices, what theologians would call uh, orthopraxy. So you've got orthodoxy, thinking correctly about God, and you've got orthopraxy, a right way of living in response to who God is. And both are incredibly important to our Christian witness in the world. You know, you can have all the right thoughts, but if they're not put into practice, then they're just concepts that sit uh, on a piece of paper somewhere. And likewise, you can do all the right things, but if your actions aren't rooted in a meaningful why, then your actions can become self-seeking, they can become temporal, self-dependent, and and so on. And so our actions don't point to ourself, our actions don't point to us fixing problems, our actions point to the restorative work of God and his kingdom. So recall the words of Jesus then. 
uh, in his teaching about salt and light in Matthew 5, when he encourages us to let your light shine before others. So that's doing, doing good things, doing the right thing so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father in heaven. So our right thinking and our right practices are intended to meet in this beautiful space where others see Jesus at work in us. They praise God, not us, not our charity. They see and praise God. This is the motivation for us. This is our understanding of biblical justice. And this, in many ways, is what we've been learning together uh, this past year through this great uh, book study through the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is a continual encouragement to us to not simply be people of knowledge, but to become people of wisdom. Wise people who know how to rightly apply knowledge in every situation. And what today's reading is highlighting for us is that when we apply wisdom, which is rooted in God's truth, then one of the natural outcomes is justice and well-being, restoration for our communities. In his highly esteemed book, and if you haven't read it, I can't recommend it to you enough, Generous Justice by Tim Keller. He goes on and expounds upon the biblical view of justice when he wrote this. If a person has grasped the meaning of God's grace in his heart, he will do justice. If he doesn't live justly, then he may say with his lips that he is grateful for God's grace, but in his heart he is far from him. If he doesn't care about the poor, it reveals that at best he doesn't understand the grace that he has experienced, or at worst that he has not really encountered the saving mercy of God. Grace should make you just. That we should have a right thinking, that we receive God's grace, and in response we express it through our just actions, not just a response to, 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 to harm and to evil and to wickedness, but actually going ahead and, and setting systems and, and things right, tipping the scales, as it were, for those that are abused, for those that are oppressed, for those that are marginalized. One of the activities, the outcomes of grace is that it turns us into people of justice. Grace should make us compassionate, Grace doesn't make us impartial to sin and all of its effects. Rather, it compels us to be empowered ambassadors of change and service. And of course, we've seen what it looks like when empowered men and women, empowered by the Holy Spirit and His grace and a right view of justice, move with boldness and compassion towards the marginalized. I mean, think of these great stories of, of William Wilberforce and the abolishment of the slave trade or Hudson Taylor and his missionary work in China, Dr. Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement, Dietrich Bonhoeffer and the Nazi resistance. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Men and women radically changed by grace who sought out not just to be recipients, but radical ambassadors of biblical justice in some of the darkest places in our world. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I hear these names these great men and women of faith and their incredible stories that I can almost get lost in the sheer magnitude of what they were able to accomplish and be paralyzed sometimes with a sense of, man, well, what can, what can I really do? I mean, does living as a person who pursues justice and right relationships and 
some of my small immediate context in my neighborhood with my family, with my coworkers, with those that I lead and relationship with, uh, does it, does it really matter? I wonder if you've ever wondered that, you know, you're faithfully serving in your job, you're faithfully committed in your relationships and with your family and your, and your marriage, and you show up as a perf- person of integrity, but you may wonder sometimes when you hear these great stories, uh, does it really matter? Does God see that? Am I actually doing anything of significance for him and his kingdom? But think for a minute about the people in your own life who have been most influential on you. I'm not talking about the people that we read stories about or maybe even the books that we read or even some of the sermons that we hear, although those are great and important, but think about the real relational one-on-one interactions you've had and the impact that people have had on your life. Maybe it was a coworker who extended you forgiveness when you didn't deserve it. Maybe a family member who faithfully loved and prayed for you even though you wandered far from home. Maybe it was a neighbor who cared for you in a time of need when no one else saw you, when no one else considered your needs. That neighbor stepped in in a real sense to love you and to bless you. Maybe if you've been through Rooted, it was somebody in your Rooted group who you didn't really know very well at week one, and this seemingly stranger saw something in you. They saw something of God's work and his hand in you, and they prayed for you, and they called out God's grace and calling in your life, and they affirmed and they blessed you, and they called you into something beautiful that God was writing within you. See, all of us have been impacted by seemingly small, faithful acts of faithful men and women, and rather than be paralyzed for fear of impact or significance, either because of the magnitude of the issue at hand, we too can step in through the power of the proximate relationships that God has placed us in to extend his grace, his justice, and his peace. Where he's placed you is no accident. The relationships you have are no accident. All of them are opportunities for the kingdom of heaven to break out. So as you consider where you've been placed on this Thanksgiving day, the family members around your table. Where is God calling you to extend his peace? Where is he calling you to be a person of forgiveness, of humble service? What small yet faithful, consistent action can you take to demonstrate the biblical view action of justice through your life for the sake of others? So Jesus, would you show us those things even on this holiday God, what it means to be people that step in, what it means to be faithful, to show up in every situation, to be a person that is always looking for the activity, the work of your Holy Spirit, and to step in with boldness, to be not just recipients of grace, but to be conduits of it for the sake of your world and the sake of your kingdom. We pray these things today. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.